0: Welcome to the Writer's Way podcast, where we celebrate writers who have completed their books and inspire writers who haven't. Join Lori and her guests as they talk about writing, books, and life in between chapters.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Lori with the Writer's Way podcast here with Reed Kaplan, author of Let's Eat Together and a goal maker to the extreme. So welcome, Reed.
0: Thank you for having me, Lori.
1: You're welcome. Thanks for coming on. I can't wait to get all the stuff about your book and the goals, but first, can you share with everybody who you are and a bit about your background, which is so interesting?
0: Yeah, yeah. So my name is Reed Kaplan, and um, well, now I'm a a children's book author, but I I started out as a filmmaker. I graduated from New York Film Academy in 2002, and um, I was doing a lot of independent films, uh, writing scripts. A lot of behind-the-scenes the stuff, a lot of, a lot of video work, a lot of video marketing uh, for businesses, whatever anybody needed me to do. And, um, you know, when, when my wife got pregnant, uh, uh, it, everything shifted for me. I started um, becoming a lot more aware of the whole children's book world. And, you know, it basically called my name, and the rest is history.
1: Oh, I love that. Cool. Okay, and your book, how long did you work on that book?
0: So, uh, let's see. It, it was probably about a two-year process from, from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Actually, the, the idea came to me uh, probably uh, almost four years ago. But, um, you know, I already had another book that I was working on, and um, I ended up pushing that one a little bit to the side because I just feel that the, the theme of this book, Let's Eat Together, is just more important and what the world needs more than... I mean, I have all four entertaining books, like, you know, books to entertain kids. That's great. And teach them, you know... Because my other book, How Did That Mouse Get In Our House that I pushed to the side, is more um, teaching kids about animals and the noises they make. And it, it's, it's good. It, I, I like the book. I just... At a time where the world is so divided... Um, I, I'm trying to push the narrative of getting back together again and what better place to do it than at the table. And we're all different. So like in this book, all the animals are different, just like people are different. Families are different. There's no one that is the same and we can all get along with, you know, if there's enough food on the table, there's no reason for us to eat each other or chase after each other. We can all get along, just like the animals do. So, don't need they, your friends. That's right. That's right. If they can do it, we can do it. Love so it. I'm hoping that the story rubs off on not only kids, but their parents as well. Because, you know, in this world, kids learn from their parents. So um, we as parents have to be not only parents, but we have to be teachers. And we have to teach them the right things to do and how to treat others.
1: That is a lot of themes in one book about eating.
0: <laughs> it is. But, you know, some, nowadays we, ha- we have to do that. It just yeah. It's our responsibility. And I think as writers, you know, we have that opportunity to get out there to people and um, enlighten them on things that they, you know, they shouldn't forget about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, love it. Okay, and uh, since we're talking about your book and the themes and all that, why don't you share with us sort of the goal that you associate with this book and what's happening with that?
0: Absolutely. So um, it's great. We hit our first goal. I was telling Lori uh, before um, uh, this morning I was down at Washington Park in Bridgeport uh, handing out flyers to a lot of the people that uh, either live in the park or they sleep in some of the housing complexes around the area, uh, it's a pretty rough area. We posted a lot of signs. Uh, we have a food truck, uh, Drew um, the they're, they're great people. They're going to be um, pulling up. We're going to be setting up a uh, shop there and passing out as many hot meals of food as possible to people. We have our goal of 100 families, but we think that we might be able to even feed some more people than that. So that's why I say as many as we can, um, we're just going to feed it until the food's out. So, um, it, it just, it really is a, a smack of reality though, when you go down there and you see how, you know, how some, some people are, are living, it's, 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 it's tough. It's mm-hmm. tough. So yeah, we're going to give back as much as we can. Um, for uh this month for next month we hope to do this every month um through book sales and, you know that's what i that's that's my my true goal is to do this every month whether it be january february march april without any holidays i just figured the holidays the best time to roll it out yeah so for thanksgiving we're going to do we did 100 families and for christmas our goal is 250 families
1: so how does it work with your book are you taking all the profits or are you just taking some of it how's that um how's that working
0: yeah, it's a great question. So what we do is with every book I sell through my website or if somebody uh, buys one for me in person, mm-hmm. I can feed up to four people with with that, the the sale of that book, how I have it worked out okay. per plate, you know, because everything is, you know, I have it figured out per plate how much the plates are going to cost me to feed each person. Mm-hmm. And um you know, I have to, obviously I have to, to make a living and I have to pay off the the, the, the debt I incurred, of, uh, you know, starting this this publishing business. Yeah. And, and um, you know, so,
1: so. you're not taking take, all the profits. Like, you No, know, no,
0: no, no, no. So I'm, You're I'm able to
1: feed four people
0: purple. on the sale of
1: one book and also make a profit for yourself.
0: Absolutely, yeah. The, the, you know, yeah, you know, the, I have to say in this in this business of uh, of publishing, there can be a nice profit margin if you know your numbers and really do your research and you um, you hire the right people to do the jobs you need done that you can't do yourself. Because, you know, I think that one of the most important things is delegating responsibility to people that are stronger than you in areas that you aren't. And, um, where I'm strong, uh, i I do do those jobs, but when i'm where I'm not, like my illustrations, I have a girl do those for me. I have somebody do my formatting. if I had to to do all that stuff, the book would n- never be done. We would never be having this conversation, and I would be daydreaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: awesome. So you delegate it out, gets done faster, gets done better.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely hundred so- percent.
1: Um, so you're one of these people who has always wanted to write. Yes. So since you were a kid, you were writing.
0: So I've probably been writing since I was 17. I, my, my journey was a little bit different. I, I, I was actually big into sports. I played football. I played college football. And, um, a lot of my friends were, weren't more, weren't like the, the artsy, the artsy kind of folk. And uh, I don't really think that you know any of them. I could really bounce ideas off of for stories. <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, they're great people though. Yeah. You know, great friends, but you know, not not really, you know, as creative. Yeah. So, um, I began writing stories when I was about seventeen years old. Actually, I had to go back. I I was actually cleaning up. My wife was yelling at me because. Uh, <laughs> She's she's pregnant and we're having a baby in December next month. Oh,
1: congratulations!
0: Thank you. So we were cleaning the so I was cleaning the basement out because she you know she's nesting. She's in the <laughs> nesting phase, so but everything's yeah. got to be ready, right? Yeah. So i so I was cleaning the basement out and I stumbled upon a story I had written when I was in third grade, and it's about a kid and his magic shoes. And I'm actually going to take it and I'm going to turn it into a story. It's a full story.
1: Wow. But,
0: but it was from a third year, third grader's mind. Yeah, which is even cooler, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that really helps to sell books when you have the language that kids use, and so yeah, you have right. your actual own language from when you were eight.
0: <laughs> it's it's crazy. So I stumbled upon it. I remember taking it from my my mother's house a while ago, and um, saying, you know, what? One day I'm gonna I'm gonna take this story and just maybe update it a little bit, or not update it, but you know, like. Yeah. Fix, fix around a couple things, yeah. tweak a couple things, and then and then release it, because I think it's a good story.
1: That's incredible. It's
0: That's, pretty, cool. Yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So I have been writing for a long time.
1: Yes, I'm gonna. Yeah.
0: I'll, be four, I'll be 40 December 15th, so, yeah. For so,
1: 30 years.
0: <laughs> so I'll be 30, 30 plus years, yeah, absolutely. I love writing.
1: And did you always feel confident about it? Like, did you always feel like, yeah, I'm going to be good. I'm going to sell. That's not an issue. I just have to get it done. Or did you have some doubts?
0: Oh, yeah. And there's, I, I don't, I still have doubt. I mean, I think that doubt is just one of those normal things that everybody has. And you just, it's one of those things you have, it's a daily thing you have to conquer, you know, especially for an artist, you know, um, you can't listen to the other to to the to the to the main the main, the people because the people most people can't and don't understand what we are doing and um you know it's a it's a different mindset I think um uh, you know I, there's nothing wrong with having a nine to five job and doing um doing anything you know normal construction real estate whatever yep. but when you're creating things it's a whole a whole another ball game you're putting your heart out there yeah. you know and if Zoe doesn't like it i mean it, it, it it's tough and you know there's so many people that can't understand what we're doing so they're like you know maybe you shouldn't do that maybe you should be doing this maybe you should get a job doing this so when they start saying that of course doubt's going to creep into your mind i mean it's natural yeah. but you know if you really believe in yourself and what you're trying to do you have to just find a way to shake that self-doubt away and just get through and and tomorrow is always another day even if you have a day where you know it's just it's just not right you know tomorrow tomorrow always comes and it could be the best day ever and you'll be like you won't even think one one lick about the day before you'll just be you know, living in the in the moment, and that's how you should be. You, real- you should you shouldn't dwell on the past. You know, the, the yeah. past is the past; it's meant to be the past.
1: Yeah, it's a real roller coaster ride. Hey, eh? you get one good review and you're on cloud nine, and then you get a yeah. mean review. <laughs> like,
0: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, it's tough. So, yeah, I just if you if you believe in your project, and I mean, you should before you release it, you should show as many people. As possible, before I came out with uh, "Let's Eat Together," I had at least twenty strangers read it, and uh, and 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 I used some different uh, strategy when I was having them read it. I, um, for half of those those people or more, I told them that it wasn't even mine; that it was my friend's book, and they had written it. And I was wondering if what they thought about it. Yeah. So. You know, so that they wouldn't feel that they were hurting my feelings.
1: Clever. And did you? And did your feelings get hurt? Like, did you have? No.
0: Actually, that's that's actually what really prompted me to 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 get going um, and get this thing done because all the um, every, all the reviews and and what people were the feedback was was great and. Okay. They were getting it. People were getting it. They're like, they were you know, I would read it to kids, and they'd be looking for the pictures, and and it was great. I was like, wow, it was very encouraging. Oh, good. That's why I I I, I couldn't stress it enough to just read your story to as many people as possible. It goes it, it goes so far
1: and children so far.
0: the children <laughs> if children. If you're well, if you're if you're writing books for children, that's your audience. Yeah. So you can't keep them. You can't keep their attention for as long as a book, how long as your book's gonna be, then, you know, you, you probably have to do a little editing. So uh, I did a lot of my work with my daughter, like as my practice um, person yeah. and, you know, and it it was good. It was, I, I, I recommend doing it for everybody out there.
1: Was she honest with you or did she just love everything because daddy did it?
0: Well, I think I think most four-year-olds actually. At the time she was probably like three, so most three-year-olds are honest because they they don't know how to, to fib or you yeah. know. They <laughs> to don't elaborate. care about hurting your feelings or not
1: hurting your feelings.
0: Well, they don't care about that. Yeah. you know, they'll just do it. They'll, they'll just say just, it's you know when you're when when you're um, newborn to about what five or six, and then when you're. Um, seventy-five or eighty and above, <laughs> anything comes out, right? They're allowed; they get the, no pass. <laughs>
1: they
0: get the pass. No filter, pass, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, she she really, you know, she was actually more helpful than hurtful, she, you know. Whereas you know, uh she would say, "Daddy, I remember when we were doing the when I was going over the illustrations with my my illustrator and." One of the illustrations came in, and it was for the page where it's uh, uh, grand, grandpa, uh, grandpa Goose and uh, uh, Grandma Duck and Grandpa Goose, and the duck actually looked more like a goose. And my daughter was—I I was like, "What are you thinking?" She was she she was like, "It's a goose," but it said you said duck, and I was like, "Oh, you are so right." So I I had missed that, and she caught it. So we sent it back to my illustrator and I said, can you shorten the neck and make it look <laughs> like a duck? And she did. And my daughter was correct.
1: <laughs> Cute. And you use your daughter in a lot of your sort of videos online and stuff, don't you?
0: I do. She's my, she's my partner in crime. <laughs> or my partner in everything. I love her. She's, she's the best thing that ever happened to me. And, and she just, you know, she makes my day. You know, I could you. You know, you could be having a bad day, and I talk to her, and I'm like, ah, I, I, "There's nothing wrong. Everything's everything's okay, and everything will be okay." Oh, I love and, that. And that's, another, and that's another big thing with this book I have out right now. Let's Eat Together. It's you know, I like I, said, I have a four a four and a half year old and another child on the way, and and I, I'm I, I worry about their futures with all the stuff that goes on you know, nowadays with all the violence. And if I, I, I think that this book offers somewhat of a solution to people because people need to get back to talking again. They need to get back to conversing with each other again. I, I don't want your kids. I don't want others' kids. I don't want anyone to have to deal with the things that have happened. Mm-hmm. And we are the ones that can change that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I pushed this book ahead of the other one because you know I don't want to fear my daughter going to school I don't want to have to fear her going to the movie theater going to the mall going to the grocery store going to work you know I don't want to fear for her or anybody else's children so I just think you know it's great to have entertaining books out there but you know these kids need to learn morals and and now more than ever do they need to learn you know certain um, aspects and ethics in life, so that they they're, they contribute to this world as good citizens, and and you know we can put an end to this this violent um, violent trend that's going on. It's horrible. Yeah. So I can't. I, I just can't sit around and do nothing.
1: Yeah. And the um, first step really is just talking to other people. So I love that. Yeah. So why not talk while you eat, which right, used to right. be you know calm like it used to be just what you did there was no other option but even now in my children's school at lunchtime and snack time very often they put up a video on the smart board and i get the idea behind it it's because they want the kids to be quiet and ease right but it's a skill that we have lost somewhere over the past 10 to 15 years we've lost the skill of just chatting Right? Yes, Small human, talk, interaction.
0: human interaction, yes. I mean it's it's essential yes. for humans to talk to each other, I mean that's what we're supposed to do. That's
1: what we're supposed to do and that's how you get to know people and understand people and accept people and it's just the very basic level so I hope that teachers watching this will buy your book and read it to the kids and then hopefully, you know, like Put, like, implement that idea. Let the kids I talk. Agree. It's noisier, right? It is noisier. I was a teacher, so honestly, snack time, lunch time was hard <laughs> because it's yeah. noisy, and uh, you don't have that control over them. So I, I understand that, but it's a skill that we are lacking, and we have to teach it when they're children. They have to talk.
0: <laughs> we have to instill this in our kids, and yeah. they have to pass this tradition down to their kids. Yeah. I mean, it can't go away. Yeah. This is... It's, it's a, you can't take conversing, talking to each other out of the equation. You can't do it. You just can't, it's one of the basic traditions that we are all taught first. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm sure that you were the same way that when we were younger, we had to be at the dinner table. As soon as it gets dark, yeah. you could play until it gets dark. Yeah. As soon as it got dark, we all came inside. Yeah. And even if our, our father ha- had to work late, you know, cause usually back then, you know, both parents didn't have to work, but now it's a different day, you know? Mm-hmm. So whether a parent has to work late or not, you know, you wait and then you eat together. You know, it's, it's, it's not good when somebody's eating in one room, somebody's eating in another room, you know, somebody's got their phone in front of them the whole time. When you're all together, you bond, You yeah. you, you know, you strengthen your relationships, you talk. Yeah. And if there is a problem, you can you, you can talk about it. And, you know, it's, it's just an easy, how was your day? Well, it was all right. What's wrong? And then when somebody talks, you diffuse, you can diffuse a situation before it even happens.
1: Yeah. And it's like I mean, you said, you have a bad day. You talk to your daughter. All the problems disappear. They go away. So it's the yeah. same, right? And it's the same with kids. Once they talk to and, your mom and dad.
0: Right. When they talk to mom and dad, you know, and they have a problem um, and, and they get it out. You know, there's people that understand them. There's nothing better than being understood. When yeah. you know you don't feel like you're alone, right. and then you know, the next day you wake up and you know you feel a little better. You know, you, you're not harboring that anger or that, um, or you're not upset anymore from what happened the day before. You know, it's a clean slate. It's more of a clean slate. So you know, what I, I think that the part of the big problem that's going on is these kids are harboring anger and they have no outlet, no one to talk to. Mm -hmm. They're just by themselves and they just isolate themselves. And what happens is we've seen the result of that. And we, you know, we, as we, as parents need to to do our part to stop that. Mm -hmm. So I hope that people will read this book to their children and hopefully, you know, it, it, it it seeps into them as well because you know we have to treat each other better too. We're all different. We're all always going to be different. You know whether it's politics, religion, whatever it is, we can all put it aside. You know and sit at the table, eat together, laugh, joke with each other, remember the good times. Yeah. You know you don't, no one has to get political or yeah. you know or, or or talk about something that people are not going to agree on. Right. There's there's no way in this world that everybody is ever gonna agree on everything. And the world would be so boring if that was the case. Yes,
1: that's so true. I love all of that. I really hope that parents and teachers and politicians get your vote. Yeah, yeah, right. right. They, don't, they don't
0: do any. they don't do anything. <laughs> they just want our vote, and then <laughs> it's it, you know? So, look, I don't buy into any of that stuff because you know, that's, you know, I, I, that's another whole discussion. That's an, yeah, that's another That's a whole other discussion. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I we love got,
1: it. The premise of your we book have
0: fix, we have to fix what we can fix.
1: Yeah. And, and that's it. And start young and start where you're at, which is talking and eating together and that feeling of connection and being heard. So I love it. Tell people, yeah. please, where they can find you so they can buy a book and help you feed four more people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, the book is available in a couple different outlets. You can either go on our website, which um, which is the best method for helping to, to our cause because we can feed more people, which is at uh, Let's Eat Together book.com. Okay. And um, so either that way or you could go on Amazon, you can look up our book, Let's Eat Together, and you can buy off Amazon. Uh, through Amazon, we're still donating part of the proceeds to feed the hungry. We just can't. With the royalties you know it's not as much as what it what it is um from direct uh from directly through our website or if you see me in person okay and um you know through our website you know we sell signed copies so i can address it to the to whoever it is make it a little personal for you it's a great book for the holidays so whether you see me in person we're on amazon or our website that's where you can find the book
1: okay awesome thank you so much for sharing a bit about your story I love it you shared about the money already we talked about everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 no, it's, it, you know, it's it's great. I love doing these.
1: Yeah, very insightful. especially
0: with great, especially with great people like you. Oh,
1: thanks right. <laughs> awesome. Okay, thanks so much.
0: Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Writer's Way podcast. For show notes, links to guest's information, and to learn more about the Writer's Way, check out lorierider.com. Until next week, enjoy this chapter of your life.